Tori Mayfield on drums. Shane Forberg on guitar. Eric Brotman vocals. Mike Ramos on bass. We are High Noon Horizon. On the Northwest Convergence Zone. Coming to you from the heart of the Pacific Northwest. With mouths as big as the Columbia River. Egos as tall as Mount Rainier. Smooth as the drive from Vancouver, B.C. to Portland, Oregon. It's the Northwest Convergence Zone. All right, everybody, welcome to the Northwest Convergence Zone show. I don't know what number of show this is because uh, we don't keep track of that thing, man. We just keep rolling. We're here every week from some secret uh, location in Tacoma coming from the Man Cave. And uh, welcome, everybody. Appreciate you tuning in. We are proudly a South Sound podcast, but uh, we're heard nationwide and in other parts of the world, man. Last week, we had, I don't know, five or six other countries, people from there flocking into the zone to check it out. And uh, we're we're proud about that. That's, uh, that's an amazing thing about the Internet. That's why we're here, and we love it. Uh, Big D here with you, as always, each and every week. That's another proud thing that we have. We have not missed a week, and uh, we, we, we hang on to that. That's something we're proud of. Big Joe can't be here this week once again, and uh, our thoughts and prayers go out to him. Uh, his situation with his mom is uh, taking up a lot of his time. And uh, I did talk to him this week. He's really bummed that he can't be here. He sends his best wishes to everybody, and going to be here next week and by all accounts I'm, I'm pretty sure he will be back in next week but everybody else is here double d how you doing man doing great being uh it's fun to be here great <laughs> after this wild weekend that you kept me up really late <laughs> i did <laughs> we'll talk about that in a moment we had a fun time on friday night double d and i and uh also squeeze and wonder boy are here thanks guys uh it's been a long day we appreciate all the work that you guys do and uh, can't do it without you as always let's uh talk for a moment though about some things that are going on you know last week we had on claw yes the cartoonist the car- the cartoonist league of, of absurd, absurd Washingtonians, Washingtonians. Yes. had them in here. Great guys. Great guys, man. Mark Monlocks and the boys were in here. Uh, we had a great time with them. And I'm looking at the uh, TNT today, and I pull out the Sound Life section, and guess who's on the cover? I don't know. Who is it? The Claw. Really? They have a, about a three-page article of, uh, about these guys. Well, it's two pages of uh, print. And a really great article talking about all these guys and the things they do and how they basically like our podcast. And then they have a couple of pages of their uh, artwork and cartooning and stuff. So big props to those boys. I think that's great. They're getting out there. But uh, have a little issue with that. Yeah. Uh, This is not the first time this has happened to us. In fact, this happens a lot to us. We go out there and we find people that we find interesting and that we enjoy having on the podcast. First. First, we bring them in here, and uh, all of a sudden, they're in the Volcano, they're in the Tacoma Weekly, they're in the TNT, and guess who's not? That would be us. us. The Northwest Convergence Zone. (laughs) We can't get press or coverage to save our lives, but uh, that's okay. We're not worried about that. That, That's one of the reasons we're here is to put it out there and uh, get the word out about all the good, creative, uh, fun people that are here in the South Sound, whether it be bands or cartoonists or comedians or whatever. Now, I know last week I said that we were going to have um, Rebecca Corey, Alicia Wood, and Elaine Boozler on this week, but uh, due, some, due to some scheduling conflicts, that's actually going to take place next week. 
They will be here. It will be next week. So you guys want to tune in for that because Rebecca Corey, very, very funny. Alicia Wood, one of our favorite all-time guests. She's hilarious. And uh, if we're fortunate enough to get Elaine Boozler on the phone, well, that's a that's going to be a big deal as well. So uh, that will be next week. Now, as for staying up late this weekend, Double D, you want to tell everybody what we did? Yeah, we went down to Hell's Kitchen on Friday night and saw the Vile Red Falcons. no. The Big Wheel Stunt Show. I'm sorry. We saw the Big Wheel Stunt Show. I'm still tired. And who were they opening for? For the Hell's a Poppin' Freak Show. Freak Show, <laughs> yes. And it was a freak show, it wasn't was it? It was an interesting freak show. It was a very interesting show. They had uh, a guy who was eating broken glass, uh, who swallowed like this big long string and then cut his stomach and pulled it out. Uh, they had the girl who was walking up and down the razor blade, the razor. swords, the blades. Yeah, um, what the guy would put in the drill up his nose and um, all kind of crazy. I mean, it was a crazy freak show, man. Like the circus freak show. Yeah, That's but it, what was, it was. It was fun. And Hell's Kitchen, they had a good crowd down there and Big Wheel Stunt Show with their brand new bass player. Because uh, Mikey uh, had to uh, hang it up and call it quits, stuntman Mike. We're gonna miss that guy. He was one of my one of my favorite guys to watch in the bands around the Northwest. And God bless Mikey and uh, whatever he's doing now. I know he was he just he couldn't do it anymore. So they gotta have a new uh, bass player, and they sounded stellar, don't you think? Yes, they did. Yeah, they, they really ripped great. it up. So good job to those guys and uh, Flash for booking the uh, Hell's a Poppin' show down. And then at- after that, what we le- we go. Uh, Did oh, you forget that? What was the name of that place? The Loose Wheel. Oh, yeah, The Loose Wheel. <laughs> we went to The Loose Wheel after that. Yeah, we went on, to The Loose Wheel. and on 6th Avenue. Hung out there for a while, uh, you know, talked to some people we knew. And, uh, I mean, yeah, we got home late. It was very yeah. late. So, good night, though, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, but then when I got home, it was, what, 2 o'clock in the morning Easily. or so. And I pull up to the house, and Wonder Boy's bedroom light is on. Oh, he didn't run down to meet you and kiss you on the cheek and say, hey, Father. No. Welcome home. He's watching a movie. Well, yeah, that's what you do. At Kids. 2 o'clock in the morning. It's summertime, man. They don't have to get up for anything. Yeah, but I'm usually in bed by you know, like 8.30. You, th- you think that's bad? 8.30 p.m. is when I go to bed, usually. No. And then, no wonder why he's sleeping all day. It's because he watches movies yeah, all night. Yeah, but that's nothing. I went to bed. I go to bed really early on Thursday night. I go to bed at 8 o'clock because... I have to be up at 3 o'clock to go to work on Friday morning. Uh, I go to bed at 8 o'clock. I say goodnight to everybody. I get up at 3, and there's, like, lights on. Uh, the hall lights on, the, the staircase lights on, and I'm turning them off as I'm coming down the stairs. I don't hear anybody. I don't hear anything. And I, I notice the TV room door is closed, but the light's on, the light's on in the living room, so I'm going around turning these lights off. I open the door, and there are my my two daughters and and my cousin's daughter that's vis- that was visiting here from Austin they are still sitting there surfing around on the internet and i said you guys going to bed anytime soon maybe <laughs> and you just you've just gotten up to go just, to work i've just gotten up to go to work i think they went to bed at 4 and when i came home at like 1:30 or whatever they were they had just gotten up yeah so god bless kids god bless summer and man i wish i could do that again i love those days but uh anyway hey there's a really cool thing that's going on uh right now at uh well it's starting next weekend and uh we were able to catch up with amy forsyth who is uh working with the renaissance fair that's taking place in buckley and we had a little chat with her and uh here's what she had to tell us about it 
Okay, on the program with us today is Amy Forsyth. She is the perform Performing Arts Director out at the Washington Midsummer's Renaissance Fair. It is their uh, 2010 edition of this fair. It's out at Marist Farms, which is in Buckley. Uh, that is a place I have not been, but I look forward to heading out there. And starting next weekend and going for the, the following three weekends, we are going to have the Renaissance Fair. And Amy's going to tell us a, a little bit about it. Amy, tell us about the exact dates for this fair. It's August 7th and 8th, the 14th and 15th, and the 21st and 22nd. And this is three, the next three weekends in August. Right. And uh, we're hoping for good weather, obviously. <laughs> the weather has been great. The Highland Games apparently was packed. So yes. So we're hopefully continues. And you are the Performing Arts Department uh, director, so I assume that means you're in charge of bringing in the entertainment. It's true. I am. It's actually really easy to do that for a show like this because you can get so many different kinds of entertainers. Right. You have amazing jousters and that's wonderful they also do a bareback show at two o'clock it's just amazing backflips from horse to horse it's their seventh generation italian bareback riders wow so they're amazing they've worked on projects with cheval and cavalia and yeah so they're world-class acrobats it's wonderful to have them and have them get to do the jousting because that makes that so much more interesting as well yeah tell me a little bit about the jousting now uh, <laughs> i assume they're not doing the old school like the real jousting where they're trying to uh you know like uh, basically hurt each other what actually they are oh are they one of the yeah it's cavallo equestrian arts is the group that we use and they're one of the only full contact jousting troops in the entire country wow yeah, they're, <laughs> everything is full contact. They do wear all of the appropriate armor. Right. But yeah, it, it, it can be dangerous. We haven't had anything horrible happen, but <laughs> they, they don't do that a lot anymore. They used to do it in Southern California, but you have to have people that really know what they're doing, and these boys do. Yeah, because I was watching um, The Tudors, which is a show that was on, I believe, HBO or whatever, and in the first, yeah. in the first yeah. season, The King... Uh, King Henry actually goes down and does a jousting match and uh, pegs some guy in the face. And it was quite brutal. So it's good that you haven't had any problems with the jousting. No, face hits only happen when you're not trained well. So. <laughs> well, tell <laughs> me about... That doesn't happen. Tell us about Amy Brown. I heard, understand she's quite a sensation. She is, actually. A lot of the other festivals that center more around fantasy, like Fairy World, which yes. I believe just happened... Um, absolutely love Amy Brown. She does beautiful, beautiful work. She'll be there second weekend, and she'll sign autographs, and she's very, very nice. And so it's wonderful to have her there. It's, it's hard to get artists that are that in demand because most of them don't live in Washington. So. Right, yeah, so you got to bring it from out of the state. Well, let me... Is, we're far away. Let me just ask you this. Uh, let's say we we, uh, we roll up, which we some of us intend to do. We, we pull up to Maris Farms, and uh, we pay the, the entrance fee, and we walk in. What should we expect to see as we come in and wander around Maris Farms while the Renaissance Fair is going on? Well, there's a little bit of everything. Um we, we recognize that some people want to bring their children and be able to do things that are more family-oriented. And so there's, like, games and projects that families can do together and their family-oriented shows. But we also recognize that there are people that are over 18 that also like the Renaissance Fair. And so there's a lot of, you know, good singers. It's, it's body without being out of line. 
and lots of dancing, all kinds of entertainment. We have a really good juggler from Northern California named Trey Cromwell. We're really happy to have him there. Very nice. Lots of good bands. And, yeah, they're good magicians. There's kind of a little bit of everything. Our court and all of our actors are really involved with the show and with the patrons. And everyone really just has a good time. So. And everybody's in costume, it looks like. like it's you know, re- we have a lot of patrons that come in costume, yeah. And it looks like it's almost uh, a bit like stepping back in time. I, I know that's the idea of it, but you guys, with all the, uh, the pageantry and the tapestry and uh, the way the booths are set up and, and the jousting court and all this stuff, it, it really looks like uh, you create a wonderful feel of stepping back into the Renaissance period. Yes. Well, a lot of people regard history as being something that's generally pretty boring, and the Renaissance actually wasn't. So, <laughs> not at all. More accessible that we can make that to people, the better. Great. Well, let's go with. Uh, let, let's talk about. Uh, there's a bit of, per, of a perception about uh, some of these festivals, and you know, we can talk uh, Comic Con, and then there's like. Uh, you know, like uh, Securicon, and and then there's the Fairy World, and then we have the uh, you know the Renaissance Fair, and there's a bit of this uh, misperception about how it's a geek fest or it's a, it's a nerd uh, event, and can debunk that for us. Well, there's definitely a geek factor, but a lot of people consider that there's really like nothing all that wrong with being a geek in certain aspects. <laughs> it's like, cool these days to be a geek. It it is. So no, I mean definitely when you take into the into fact that we're all out in a meadow wearing costumes pretending to be people <laughs> from hundreds of years ago, <laughs> you just kind of have to accept that there is a geekiness inherent to that. However, it's fun. And a lot of the people that work there work for Microsoft or Boeing or they're teachers or they're completely normal people. And then there's people that this is all they do and they go from fair to fair and they're merchants or performers and They've just decided that they like running the fair circuit better than having a nine-to-five. So it's an interesting combination of people that do it. But, sure, there's a geek factor. Right, because... Lots of people who play World of Warcraft. and (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like like behind the scenes, are there, like, computers going on and people are out there, you know, back there playing? No, I don't let people bring those. No, only admin have computers. Oh. I've outlawed that. No, because people really honestly will check their emails and play and stuff backstage and no. I'm a mean, mean director, so no, I don't allow that. <laughs> well, no, that's good, because it sort of adds to the authenticity of it. It's really difficult, though, for a lot of the people who are with the fair, because you get so used to using cell phones and drinking bottled water and doing all of these things that you're not really allowed to do when right. you're in character. You're supposed to not wear your sunglasses and not text message people, and... That can be kind of a hard habit to break, but yeah, especially for two solid days and then for three weekends in a row, and that's how this right. uh, that's how this thing goes down. Okay, so the uh, the dates are August seventh and eighth, the fourteenth and fifteenth, the twenty second, the twenty first and twenty second, right yeah. of August. It's at Maris Farms. The uh, website is www.washingtonfair. That's f a i r e dot com. That's all one word. Washington Fair. Dot com. I encourage everybody to go to it. Go to the website, check it out. Uh, head on out to Maris Farms. Uh, bring your family. It, it is a family-friendly event on a lot of fronts. Isn't that correct? Absolutely, it is. And it's fun. It is. It's, really, it's a really interesting experience because there really aren't a lot of Renaissance fairs up here. So it's something that you don't get to do all of the time. And yes, and our alehouses are fantastic, too. Oh, good brews, huh? about that. <laughs> uh, well, I think a lot of our listeners will be lining up for that. 
All right. We will see you there. Amy, thank you so much for your time, and we will look Absolutely. for you. We will look for you out there at the uh, Washington Midsummer Renaissance Fair, and uh, everybody go to the website, and we'll have a link to it on our webpage. Amy, thank you. Absolutely. Thank you. Okay. Bye-bye. Sounds like a good time to me. What do you think? Yeah, I'm thinking about showing up there. I think maybe uh, one of those weekends we got to get up there. Yeah. Uh, their their brochure is really cool. The website looks like it's a lot I of fun. I might even get, it in, get in costume there. Oh, no. Then I'm not going. I'm not going. <laughs> you can take Wonder Boy. I don't, I don't want to see you in any kind of costume that invo- involves leotards. <laughs> so anyway, but that's going to be fun, man. The Washington Renaissance Fair. It's up in Buckley at Maris Farms. I uh, want to thank Amy for taking time. They're busy, man. Busy, busy, busy right now getting ready for that thing. And she was actually on site and took time out to chat with us. So we appreciate that. Uh, all right. Hey, there's a new band in, in, in the South Sound that uh, took me by total surprise. Didn't know anything about these guys. And got to thank Glenn from Northwest Music Scene for uh, directing them to us because I really appreciate it. I, lo- I love these guys. I dig their sound. They have a brand. They have a CD out. It's pretty new. I mean, I think it just came out like a month ago. The title is Reprise, and the name of the band is High Noon Horizon. Everybody gather around the uh, computer. Get hip to these guys because you're going to want to see them. All right, today uh, on the program, we have a uh, new band to the South Sound scene, High Noon Horizon, which uh, I'm totally digging right now. I got an email from their drummer, Tori, who uh, was... Uh, suggested to us by Glenn over at the Northwest Music Scene. Hey, Glenn, how's it going? And uh, looks sounds like everything's go- going good at Northwest Music Scene. I haven't talked to him for a while, so I uh, hope things are going well. Uh, High Noon Horizon, our guest today. They have a CD out. The title is Reprise, and they're in the studio with us. We have uh, Tori, Shane, Eric, and Mike. You guys, welcome to the program. Thanks for coming in. Right on. Thank, Thank you for having us. And uh, High Noon Horizon, like I say, uh, fairly you're, uh, in this... In this band that you have now, which you've titled High Noon Horizon, is fairly new. Like you, uh, you've only been around a few months, I think. But you guys are veterans, and you, a couple of bands have con- conglomerated to come together for this. And uh, let's go into the history real quickly of High Noon Horizon and uh, how you came to be and where you guys came from. Well, uh, <laughs> this is Tori, by the way. Um, uh, I was in a band called uh, Way to the World for about nine and a half years, and we played uh, the Northwest Circuit quite a bit. And uh, oftentimes we shared the stage with Negative Seven, who uh, we became great friends with and uh, shared the stage many times. And uh, always loved playing with these guys and um, saw an opportunity as Way to the World disbanded. Um, and they were, uh, and, and uh, the guys from Negative Seven were changing directions a little bit and um, kind of revamping. Uh, their sound and looking for a drummer and it just kind of came together seamlessly and it happened about yeah about four or five months ago around april and so um since that time since you guys came together and formed that i mean you guys are like on a, a lightning fast path right now to already have a cd out is pretty amazing in my book and uh i assume some of that has to be attributed to the fact that you guys are seasoned veterans you've been playing around uh the scene quite a bit uh there must be a lot of creativity through this group take us through that creative process of coming together um forming your band and then actually getting songs and and putting them down and recording them how did that go who's the song who's the song master here is this like uh does it roll through all of you take us through that process well that would be shane shane writes everything <laughs> every single song it's uncanny every riff. Uh, so shane's the big writer 
And uh, then does it go through the music mill? Uh, does everybody get a piece of it? And, uh, Shane, you write the, you write it, and you you sit down with everybody and say, "This is what I think it should sound like." Then when it's done, does it sound like that, or is it something completely different? Uh, it's totally completely different. Yeah. yeah. Let's clarify. It's if if Shane has nothing to do with the song, he has to bless it. So it, so yeah. It, even if he, even if he didn't even pick up a guitar, he does kind of look like the Godfather. He's over there yeah. with his pinky ring on, and uh, he's like, "Come kiss the ring, let's <laughs> bless this thing." Uh, all right, well, hey, let's listen to a little bit from uh, High Noon Horizon. Their new CD is titled "Reprise." The name of this song is "Time and Space." name of the song is time and space our guest today high noon horizon um just curious you guys uh it's um that's a great sound you guys have uh, a very polished sound for a band that's just been around for three or four months or, or four or five months however long it's been and uh do you guys have any goals in mind for as did you sit down and say okay at this point we want a cd out at this point we want to have played this many shows at this point or are you guys just uh you're guys taking it as it comes just taking it as it comes pretty much i mean we have goals you know there's you know things we want to do and whatnot but everything's just kind of one step at a time we're not rushing anything um you know we're not in a hurry but uh Think you know and, and and the whole project you know it, it 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 came together pretty fast as far as the lineup went and whatnot but the music itself um you know has been something that's been written over the last couple of years mm-hmm. uh, between the three of us and uh we've been working on that in the studio for about a year and a half um, off and on, <clears throat> excuse me, and that was basically based on budget. <laughs> so as soon as, as soon as the money came in, then we'd go into the studio um, for you know a day, and then you know wait another month and go back in the studio. But uh, that's basically how it came about. And then you know we we had a drummer we worked with for the recordings. Mm-hmm. Um, that you know gifted drummer, um, very patient, very um, very creative. Just jumped right in, laid down the tracks. Um, and then, uh, you know, we 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 had a long a lot of downtime in editing and and mix down and whatnot. And then we uh, in the meantime we were we were looking for a drummer but not really pushing it. Uh, so we were just like, well, let's just wait till the CD's done. It'll be a lot easier to have a product and find a drummer because you have something that somebody can listen to right. and, and know what you sound like uh, rather than just you know vocals and guitars. So that's kind of how it came about. And then uh, we uh, you know we're blessed with. Tori no, where showing were you, up. Where were you guys recording this at? What studio were you in at this? Uh, it's kind of a mixture of different studios. Mm-hmm. Um, it started out, let's see, up in uh, Iron, the old Ironwood Studios. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is it now? Avast. Avast. Avast Studios. Okay. Started out there, um, laid down a few tracks there, 
uh, over in Spokane. Uh, we were working with Brent Dura- Brent DeRocher uh, at the time, producer, engineer, and uh, we ended up going over to Spokane doing some vocals, basically in a uh, closet in his basement. <laughs> and uh, which it actually, you know, it turned that out. That sounds like, dirty. It, oh, it, was, it was dirty. It was. Uh, it you guys was all, finally came out. <laughs> all particle board, so the formaldehyde was just, you know, leaking through and yeah. you know, choking me up. But anyway, um, start out there, and then, uh, or that was a second stop, and then from there we went to the uh, the old Rainier Brewery, the Tolly's building. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Rogue Island Studios. Okay, did laid down some tracks there, and then uh, thanks, man. I need that light. And uh, <laughs> and then uh, we did uh, most of the editing and whatnot over in Blash Studios, along with the mix down. And that's so you guys were, you guys were bouncing all over with this thing. Yeah, it was finally got a, finally got uh, your tracks down and then pressed it and here we are. Where yeah. can people get the CD? Uh, pretty much any online store, iTunes, Rhapsody, CD Big Baby, CD, CD Baby, Baby yeah. and then at the shows. Amazon. At the shows, yep. okay. We Let's- take credit cards. You do? Yes, we do. Wow, that's that's good. A lot of people don't. <laughs> Let's talk about your shows. Let's talk about um, playing around the South Sound. We're always interested in this because this is one of the reasons we're here. We're trying to get people out into the clubs and introducing the different bands that they can go and see and give them an option. Uh, any difficulties getting shows going in the South Sound? You guys been pretty successful getting out there. Where have you played? Where would you like to play? Uh, we're we're pretty fortunate. Having done this uh, quite a while, we've we've got a lot of great support. Um, notably, Flash at Hell's Kitchen, um, and uh, and and there's a handful of other uh, you know clubs that that we kind of you know fit right in that vein. So uh, we had our CD release party at Hell's Kitchen on the 17th of July, and uh, we were very pleased with that event. And um, and coming up, we've got a, a show at the Stonegate yep. on uh, on August 13th, Friday the 13th. Uh, we're playing with a uh, Blanco Bronco. And uh, and after that, we're going up to uh, El Corazon on the twentieth uh, to play with uh, Orison, uh, which is a great band in the Seattle area. And so that's their CD that. release. Their right? CD release party. Okay, correct. and that'll be fun. Air Cor- El Corazon always a fun time. Yeah, that's uh, it's a good lineup. That's a great be lineup. Alabasters on that one as well. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah, that sounds like a really good show. So let's go into another song. This is uh, off of the CD Reprise, the group High Noon Horizon. This is the Devil Told Me So. All right, name of the track is The Devil Told Me So, High Noon Horizon, the band. Now, Mike, we haven't heard from you yet. 
And uh, I want to ask you, how would you describe your band's sound? Do you do you compare? Do you guys are you? Is there a sound you're reaching for? Are you trying to uh, emulate someone's sound? You guys trying to be original? And how would you describe it? Well, we're just trying to be very original, um, bring out the best in each and every single one of us. Um, everybody has their um, their um, <clears throat> fan, their um, heroes, and uh, other bands that they looked uh, back on, and. Uh, just kind of bring that all together and and not not sound like anybody in particular just kind of just bring it all together and who are you bringing in who are some of your uh, influences oh a lot of 60s 70s um a lot of a lot of groove oriented players you know of course being being the bass player that's what i look forward to rather than just something too simple <laughs> right what about the rest of you guys what, what's some of the influences you're bringing into the band uh, some of the what's on your uh if you, you your ipod you hit the top 10 songs or whatever what are you guys listening to shit i don't even have an ipod <laughs> okay your cd player you got the C, your your eight track player you've got five tracks in there <laughs> who's playing oh man I, I i listen to everything i can't i mean i don't have one cd that i'm you know constantly putting in right i'm like mike i, I listen to everything from 60s 70s all the way up to now okay and it's not just one style of music i mean oh. i'm just I would think that, that if there's any one single band that probably taught us to bring everything together that you listen to, it was probably Faith No More because yeah. they covered a lot of different Absolutely. ground. They covered uh, they covered funk, they covered metal, they covered the rap, uh, R&B. They just brought it all together old school, and uh, that's probably what started this whole thing together with all of us. Yeah, I haven't heard the Faith No More reference in a long time. Big fans. <laughs> Big fans of Faith No oh, More? Yeah. Very good. All right. Um I'm just curious uh, also about you guys as individuals. Let's talk about where you're from. Uh, you're a South Sound band, obviously, a, a Tacoma-oriented band. And uh, we really like that because we're proudly South Sound, and uh, we're trying to get the word out about us and about the talent that we have down here. Tell us a little bit about yourselves, uh, where you're from, maybe where you work or what you do, and uh, how, how you ended up in this area. Um, this is Tori. I'm a real estate agent and a small business owner. I sell real estate for uh, Keller Williams and um, have a real estate team called the Team That Rocks and I also own uh, two bars one in Kent and one Ding, in Ding, that's a plug. What's that? Yeah, I said, that's plug a plug. That. Yeah. <laughs> do, I, do I have to pay extra for that? Should I be charged for we're that? We're charging you for that. That's 10 bucks in the kitty. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's worth 10 bucks. Uh, I'll, I'll do that. No, so now are you south, you're from around here? Um, I, I grew up in Auburn and, uh, and yeah, spent a lot of time in Tacoma. Okay, very yeah. good. Um, Shane, uh, Work as a machinist in a factory in uh, Auburn. That's a sweatshop. <laughs> sweatshop. <laughs> and you grew up around here? Uh, pretty much. I was raised up until sixth grade in Chicago. So then I moved out here in seventh grade and been here ever since. Okay. So uh, down on the windy factor, up oh, on yeah. the rain factor. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Less snow, too. <laughs> Eric? Uh, I'm, a, I'm a Tacoma native. I uh, went to Wilson High School. Kudos. Um, uh, profession, I'm a kitchen and bath designer um, <laughs> do you have your own show on hgtv yet not yet you no, should no everyone else does yeah i know it's getting oversaturated but uh yeah no i started as a cabinet maker and then got into you know designing kitchens and baths and that's pretty much where i'm at now very cool mikey well i grew up on the uh, on the coast down in california around santa barbara uh, born and raised there uh, played in various bands 
um, of all different types, um, metal to punk to country. Um, they're all down there, aren't they're, they? They're all down there. And uh, just kind of uh, 12 years ago, just made my way up here because I uh, used to come up here for vacation a lot up into here in Canada. And uh, I definitely liked the way the music um, um, sound was going on over here. You know, mm-hmm. a lot more originality, a um, little more diverse. And uh, made the move 12 years ago, and I've been here since. Very good. All right, well, let's go into another song. High Noon Horizon, our guest today, off of the CD Reprise. This is Friends No More. Friends No More, name of the song, CD is titled Reprise, High Noon Horizon. I want to remind everybody that on Friday, August the 13th, they'll be playing at the Stone Gate at 9 o'clock, and on the 20th at El Corazon up in Seattle. Those are great stellar gigs, and uh, kudos to you guys. Also, I uh, understand that on the 13th, you guys are kind of looking for another band to join you on that. Is that correct? Yeah. All right, and uh, you have a web page, a website that we will have a link to off of our uh, main page, and any bands that are out there who are interested in joining that uh, that little shindig over at Stonegate, you can contact them off of that. And um, great sound, you guys. I'm really impressed. I really like it. And uh, before we let you go, I just want to ask you about your show. Uh a lot of people, I haven't seen you. I plan to come out and check you guys out. But I'm just curious, for those who are out there listening, who have never heard you before, they're thinking about coming to see you, what can they expect coming to a High Noon Horizon show? What's it like? We sacrifice goats on stage. Awesome. In the name of Ozzy. <laughs> Unfortunately, we don't sacrifice goats on stage. <laughs> Only because it's been done. We're just we're thinking about something more profound, I think. But um, no, we. I mean, we we take a lot of pride in what we do. We we, uh, we put on a great show, good light show. Um, you're gonna have to come out and check it out. See for yourself. Very good. Any last words from you guys? Any anything you uh, you'd like to add to our conversation here that you think people might uh, sh- or should know about you guys as a band before we close out? 
I just want to wish uh, Pete Carroll good luck this year. <laughs> Very good. All right. The band High Noon Horizon, their brand new CD is titled Reprise. It's available on CD Baby and iTunes and all over. Go to their show, see them, pick it up there and uh, shake their hands. Tell them you heard them on the Northwest Convergence Zone. Guys, thanks for coming in. We appreciate it. Yeah, thank, thank you, you very much. much. Appreciate all it. right. We'll be out to see you soon. Cheers. Yeah, what I can't believe about that band is that in four months or so, they've already put out their CD. Isn't that amazing? That's just... I mean, they get together. They didn't even have a drummer when they put this out, you right. know, when they recorded this. And like they told us, they recorded it in all different kind of studios and Spokane and here and there. And then when they were done, they got a drummer and just plugged them in and off they go. They're off and running. Very impressive. High Noon Horizon. I, uh, I highly re recommend it to everybody. In fact... They uh, unloaded a CD on us, and if you're the first one to email us at uh, northwestconvergencezone at gmail.com, uh, we'll mail one of these out to you. So, uh, well, we'll mail you this copy. They, they left two. I'm keeping one. <laughs> so, <laughs> so anybody wants a, a copy of Reprise by High Noon Horizon, if you're the first one to email us, it's yours. And uh, we'll mail, mail that out to you free of charge. So uh, thanks to those guys for coming in. Best of luck. I'm looking forward to getting out and seeing them soon. All right. Now, we have a gig coming up. It's on Friday the 13th. Friday the 13th. That is this month. And don't be afraid of Friday the 13th. You know, Jason's not going to show up. There's nobody to be wearing hockey masks. It's not a bad luck day. It's a great day. It's the Northwest Convergence Zone's first ever summer crush. One, hopefully, of many, many, many summer crushes to come. But we always remember our first summer crush. Yes, we do. And, uh, you know, I was in Puerto Rico and my daughters, they had a crush on the uh, the towel boy and a couple of the guys around the pool. And so you always remember your summer crush. This is a big summer crush. This is five bands and uh, it's, you know, 10 bucks. And we're going to talk a little bit about more about that in a moment. But one of two of the bands that are on Clover Jane and uh, Jar of Flies, the ultimate Allison Chains tribute band, both fronted lead singer Rain Stone fronts both bands. He was in here for a moment. We caught up with him, and here's what he had to say. All right, everybody, it's time to get caught up with some of the uh, acts and performers that are going to be at the big shindig, the big wing ding, and the big thing that we got going on Friday, August 13th at Hell's Kitchen. It's the Northwest Convergence Zone Summer Crush, and uh, privileged to have in the house with us today my man Rain Stone, who is going to be pulling double shift that night he is going to be he's the lead singer in many bands what five bands rain yes five bands and two of them will be there that night clover jane and uh alice and change tribute band jar of flies rain how's it going these days and uh get us caught up a little bit since the last time you were on here what's uh, how things going for you what are you up to i'm i'm in five bands and i'm i'm looking for a hobby <laughs> um, you want to co-host the show? Yeah, I could, I, I, <laughs> if you would have me, I would. I would appreciate it. Um, I did walk uh, the. Uh, I, I was current. I was working with Kevin Wood with Malfunction, but I did walk away from that because I needed to uh, start devoting some more uh, time to the other projects. But as you were saying, the Summer Crush, which I've been telling people is the Summer Crush Extravaganza. Absolutely. Um, that's going to be great. Jar of Flies will be going on as, as uh, what they would consider the headliner, I guess you could say. But it's going to be awesome because Ben and the guys from China Davis are going to be bringing it yes. like all get out. Sweet Kiss Mama. It's going to be awesome. Clover Jane will go on. Yeah. Uh, Sweet Kiss Mama, the Vile Red Falcons. It's going to be absolutely uh, off the hook. 
crazy, get there early. That's all I can say. Well, see, Jar of Flies, see, the way I have it set up is uh, we have it set up where we have our lead, we have our lead opposition, and the Valred Falcons are going to get, uh, a, you know, get a really decent base hit. They're going to get things going. Sweet oh, Kiss yes. is going to come in and probably hit a, hit a double or a oh, triple, yes. and every, the crowd's going to be into oh, it. Yes. We're on the board. Then Clover Jane comes in, and they're going to hit a home run, and there's still no outs. That's right. All right. Then uh, China Davis comes up to the plate, and we all know about those guys. They've been around a oh, long yeah. time. They bring it. And then when uh, Jar of Flies hits the stage, you guys are like our power position. You're the yep. you're in the fourth slot, and it's a it's a big it's a grand slam. Well, that one's that one's going to be a single, a double, a triple, and a grand slam. And a grand slam. It's, I don't. It doubt will be it. great. You guys just had a show. Uh, the other night, and I understand it was off the hook. It was you guys. Uh, Michael Wilton was there, and Michael Wilton from Queens, right? Yeah, tell us a little bit about that uh, show. Yeah, <clears throat> it was last night at the Jet and uh, or, or the uh, yeah at the Jet in Mill Creek. Um, and uh, Clover Jane went on, and uh, Michael Wilton from Queens Rec was there. Uh, it was a he has a beer called Whip Ale. That's right, and it was a Whip Ale uh, sponsored event, and they had three kegs there, and they went through two of them. That's it. In an entire evening. Two of them. Uh, you d- went through two. Pretty much. <laughs> but I mean, no, I mean. Uh, two for rain, one to for To go the through t- two kegs of a brand new beer is yeah, insane. It is insane. And so, um, and then Outshined, which is basically Jar of Flies with a different singer, mm-hmm. um, Kevin Hoffman, who's actually here from Tacoma here. And they just absolutely, I mean, the place was so hot and it was, it was awesome. I mean, when there's so many bodies in one place and you're sweating at a show that you only paid 10 bucks for, you just feel like you were used and abused and you go home and thank the rock gods that you were thoroughly ravished. It well, was awesome. Speaking of ten bucks, that's all it is for this show. <clears throat> that's all it is for five bands. For five bands, get out of here. We broke it down. It's two bucks a band. That's it. And if you have a Northwest Convergence Zone uh, laminate pass that you picked up at our anniversary party, you're in for five. For five. That's a dollar a band. You're yep. not getting that anywhere. No. Not of this caliber. No. No. So uh, we are really thankful that you guys are on the bill. It's going to be off the hook. Hell's Kitchen, Friday the thirteenth. That's right. And um, anything you want to tell? What, what are you? What do you guys bring in? What's? Uh, give us just a little, uh, little taste of uh, what your sets might be like. Oh, you like Love Hate Love? Lo- well, I love it. You have to do Love Hate Love by Allison Chains. Got to do it. Absolutely. Junkhead. Yes. Rooster. <laughs> Knocking it out. Dirt. Dirt. Perfect. Okay. Man of the box. Brother, um, you guys are doing man in the box. Yeah, that's ten bucks worth. It's it right it, there. well, it's 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 a rare Japanese import. Not very many people heard it, so we have to throw that one out there once in a while. Um, yeah, it's a little known track. Yeah, a little very. My name in some some Especially sections in these parts. Yeah, in uh, like um, I think somewhere in Bangladesh. So, um, but yeah, we're gonna do. You name a song, we can do it. It's just we really want to just just nail the hits because we're not gonna be able to have a full on uh, three hour set. Right. Um, which we normally do do. Uh, however, um, for people who do come out for the 13th, um, if if they don't get their full fix because we only played like a few of the hits, mm-hmm. August 20th, we're playing at the Nectar, and that's going to be Jar of Flies, which does the Allison Chain. And that's right. Lane Staley Fun Weekend. Absolutely. So it'll be Jar of Flies and Outshined, which oh. is the Soundgarden Temple of the Dog tribute. Nice. With Heartless. That is a heart tribute. I've heard of those. So guys. we'll be able to do brother with the sisters, right? And we'll be able to do am I inside? And since we have the Chris Cornell guy, and I do the lane thing, we can do right turn. 
Off awesome. Of the, so and we're gonna we got a lot of really cool surprises That's, for uh, the people coming out to that show and it's gonna be insane because it's in fremont it's great area great neighborhood that's on the 20th that's on the 20th of of august and then but the but the big thing is you know really just slapping the the hoo-ha out of tacoma on the 13th that's gonna be the big thing summer crush extravaganza it's just it's 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 unheard of well we want everybody down there rain you're gonna be there you're bringing the boys and uh all the ladies will be there to see you my brother <laughs> well, I, I I'm pretty I'm. It's kind of nice that China Davis is going on after Clover Jane. It gives me a chance to kind of catch my breath before I have to sing for Jarfly. So, how many girls be will be around you during that downtime? Um, <clears throat> you can't even count them, can you? Well, we have <laughs> we have a writer. So I'll probably be back in the green room, right? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> no, just kidding. No, I, I love talking to all the fans that come out, even if they don't even like a, a particular project that I'm in. I love meeting fans of music, period. Yeah, that's one thing I love about Rain. He's a very personal guy, and he does enjoy meeting the fans. Rain, good to catch up with you, yes, and we will see you again on the 13th. Thank you. Appreciate it. Always an interesting time with Rainstone. That guy's got talent. Oh, he's super talented. He's very smart, savvy businessman. Uh, main thing is, though, got the pipes. Yeah, uh, the guy's a great. Been all been all around the south, uh, south sound, up and down the I five corridor. Built quite a following. We love Rainstone, so thanks to him for coming in. Speaking of Hell's Kitchen, they got stuff coming up this week. Let's hear about it. And now it's time for our weekly update with what's going on at Hell's Kitchen. And here's Flash. Welcome to the new Hell's Kitchen weekly update on the Northwest Convergence Zone. I'm Flash, and I will be your guide this week's action at Hell's Kitchen. This week, like every week, starts out with Tightwad Tuesday, but this week we have a special free show. It's a CD release party for No Living Witness. Joining them will be Infernal Legion, Terra Morta, and Goratorium. Along with this show, we have our usual $2 well drinks, $2 for any beer, and $2 for two huge tacos. We open at 4, and the music starts about 7. We're closed on Wednesday this week, but next Wednesday, don't miss our friends Sean Wheeler from Throw Rag and Xander Schloss from the Circle Jerks for their brand of acoustic mayhem. Thursday the 5th is the final round of the No Bullshit Battle of the Bands with I Defy, Loose Cannon, Forced Elegance, Mason James, and Raising Days. The winner from this week and the previous four weeks will battle it out on Saturday, August 14th to win the grand prize of $2,500 in cash and $1,000 worth of merchandise, all from CDRollout.com. So come on down and cheer your favorite band on to victory. Friday, Hell's Kitchen brings you another free show. In these tough economic times, who doesn't like getting something for free? Especially when it's a great rock show featuring Psycho 78, Atomic Outlaws, Villains of Yesterday, and System 7. Music starts at 9, but get there early to get a good spot. Saturday, SMG presents 36 Crazy Fist, Straight Line Stitch, Dirge Within and American Wrecking Company. Advanced tickets for the show are available from Hell's Kitchen for $10. It'll be $13 at the door. Another great national tour coming through Tacoma and where else but Hell's Kitchen. Hell's Kitchen is located at 928 Pacific Avenue, downtown Tacoma. All shows are 21 plus and require a valid ID. The bar can be reached at 253-759-6003. Booking inquiries can be made at flash at hellskitchenonline.com or 253-228-3587, or via the website at www.hellskitchenonline.com. This week, we're looking for bands to play a benefit for one of our own. Jason McKibben's daughter was attacked by a dog and spent a few weeks in the hospital and has some serious plastic surgery ahead of her. 
So we're doing a benefit on Sunday, August 15th, and still need a couple bands. Please contact me ASAP if you would like to help. Hell's Kitchen, 928 Pacific Avenue in Tacoma. Serving up rock since 2002. Flash is the man. Yes, he is. Uh, we saw him on Friday night. He was stalking around the Hell's Kitchen, uh, checking out the crowd and everything. Nice guy. Uh, came up and shook our hands, and we chatted for just a brief moment. He was busy. But uh, still got to get down there for that uh, that Tuesday, though, man. Yeah, we still can't seem to make it Tuesday night. Two tacos for 2 bucks, $2 any beer. Uh, we in? We're in one of these? Squeeze, squeezes in. You in one of these? Yeah, I gotta go sometime. Yeah, we gotta go down there. Maybe we can go this week. I don't know. I don't. Maybe think we I... can leave Wonder Boy out on the front steps and bring him a taco. We could do that. Uh, I, I'm all down. We put him in the car. Bring him a couple of tacos. That's two bucks out of my pocket. I'm not worried about it. But uh, everybody should head down there. And then also the uh, the bull, the no bullshit battle of the bands is in full swing. Man, they're almost down to the finals. That's gonna be fun. And of course, our thing is coming up on the 13th at hell's kitchen one of the one of the other bands that's going to be on that bill one of my favorite bands one of the just speaking personally i i really dig their sound really nice guys and uh we had them on a while ago now it's been a while uh, it was right when they got back from uh south by southwest in austin but uh, nice bunch of guys great sound cool band sweet kiss mama they came in they're going to be second up the second band on the bill for our friday the 13th gig but don't you isn't the reason why you like them so much is because they always bring you shiner uh they didn't bring shiner this time yeah but isn't that really the reason so if you want to be friends best friends with big, big d, d bring, bring some shiner yeah and helped. then and you will you will be automatically on the top of his uh there yeah, recommendation I'm, I'm, list. In, I'm in their pocket no question about yeah. it so, <laughs> so not only did they bring it they brought a whole freaking case my man the last time they came in but but we kind of disappointed this time no bean dip but we'll have that at the show so anyway sweet kiss mama stopped by and <laughs> here's how that went all right everybody our next guest on the big program today a band that we want to get caught up on it's been a while since we've had them in the cave and we need to make it more often because every time they come in they are bearing gifts the first time we had these guys in they brought a whole case of shiner beer because they had just got back from texas that was one of my favorite presents of all time and then this time they brought actually a old style mirror of beer so <laughs> we love these guys and uh, we love having them in we love their sound they're going to be on our uh, big uh, Northwest Conversion Zone Summer Crush coming up on Friday, August the 13th down at Hell's Kitchen. I'm, of course, talking about the boys from the South Sound, Sweet Kiss Mama. <laughs> south Hill Puyallup. Yeah, Way down south. The Sweet Kiss Mama boys are in the house. You guys, welcome. Thanks for coming back in. Thanks hey, for having you. us. Yeah, absolutely. All right, we got Jeff, Randy, Aaron, Wade, and Tyson. They're all here. It's good to see you guys. I've seen you guys since you've been in the cave. Uh, we went to your CD release party, which was phenomenal. Appreciate you coming out there. And uh, yeah, I'm sorry I missed a shout out. Apparently, we stepped out for a moment, and you guys said something <laughs> from the stage. And uh, we well, were... I, I, what I said was let's uh, let's bring Northwest Convergence on up here for this fantastic plaque that we paid a lot of money for. <laughs> and we, and, were, uh, we were standing outside waiting for hey. Joe. Yeah, it was pretty <laughs> yeah, it was crickets going and. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I could. Yeah, I, I kind of got that vibe. But uh, and since then, we've also seen you at um, 
uh, the New Frontier. You guys were down at the Hemp Fest, and you guys have been playing all over. And outside of the playing around the sound and doing some great things and getting great reviews and so forth, just about your uh, your live set, let's talk a little bit about the CD that's out, man. You guys, Revival Rock, you guys are, uh, you guys are hitting on all cylinders with this thing, and I will say I called it. Uh, I, I'm not. I'm not ashamed because when I first heard that, I said, "This is the real deal. This is going places, and uh, it seems like it's happening." Jeff, you want to tell us a little bit about what's going on with the CD? Well, we we sure appreciate you having the confidence in us. I tell you what, if we uh, if we thought anybody more than our our moms and our uh, our, our immediate family were going to buy it, then we, we'd be lying to you if we said that. Um, yeah, we released it. What are we about three months into it now? Yeah. I think May first was the drop date, and. Uh, um, yeah, it's been it's been doing really well. I mean, I, I wish I could tell you the the rhyme or the reason for it or, or what's been going on, but man, I tell you, we've been CD Baby's our distributor. Um, we're completely independent and self funded, so um, all that stuff goes through CD Baby and goes to iTunes and Amazon and everything from there. And man, we've been uh, they just presented their their newsletter list this July newsletter. They listed us as one of their top selling bands. We were uh, we've been in the top ten for sales. Um, we're the number one roots rock band, um, and number two in southern rock, which is always I guess I, I, obviously we we have a southern sound, but man, you know when you're a top selling independent southern band from way down south in Puyallup, Washington. It just is, it's just really funny. <laughs> Makes a lot of sense. Yeah. <laughs> well, you definitely do have that uh, southern rock sound, which is one of the reasons I I personally just, you know, as an individual uh, not affiliated with the show saying this, it's it's one of my favorite CDs that's out right now, especially from the South Sound artists, but just in general. In fact, it's it's in the disc player right there. Oh, uh, and we're here. Fan. And you guys are happen? here. Will you sign it? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a great sound, and it is interesting because, um, you know, there is the Northwest sound that has been around for quite some time that was sort of cemented uh, back in the 90s, and it's. I think a lot of bands still try, sort of see that as the bar, and you guys took a chance, a risk, and kind of went a little different way, and I remember when we had you in before, and you guys had went down to South by Southwest, one of the things you came back saying was, when you played down there, a lot of them said, hey, you guys are more Southern rock than some of our Southern rock bands, and it's true. So it doesn't surprise me that you guys are doing well on a, a, on a nationwide status, because Southern rock is still a viable uh, genre and a lot of people still dig it and we haven't had a lot of new stuff in a long time so uh, with that in mind tell us a little bit about uh, some of the reviews you guys have been getting because I know they're coming in from all different corners of the world you guys tell us what's happening there yay yay Germany we love yeah. Germany we do like yeah. Germany Germany Love Sweet Kiss Mama. <laughs> sausage beer and Sweet Kiss Mama wow. over there. I, and didn't you get one from Spain? Like we got Spain, yeah. Italy. Wow. I mean, it, I, I mean, honestly, I, really, there's there's no rhyme or reason to it. I mean, we, we can't say that we're really pinpointing anybody in particular, but um, we just really have been blessed more than anything else. There's no other way to say it. I mean, people have just picked up on it and, you know, to kind of groundswell, telling their friends. I mean, you know, we'll get a, a guy in Italy, they'll pick up on it. All of a sudden, we'll have a bunch of friends um, via MySpace or Facebook that'll come in um, from Italy. And, you know, same thing will happen in Spain. And, Germany, I, I don't have man. I, I don't really have any rhyme or reason. We've had a good they three or four. It's the it's the, that must be it. We're good. I, I hear we're good drinking music. I don't yeah. you know I, whatever. <laughs> Didn't we ship some out to Holland too? Uh, uh, probably Denmark. I think yeah, we got Denmark. Denmark. Yeah. So yes. when's the European okay. tour? I, yeah, I'm hoping some... tomorrow. I don't know. If somebody call me. I'd leave tonight. Hopefully it's not the Spinal Tap version, right? <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> now uh, tell me about how many units did you guys initially <clears throat> press of your CD? Initially did a thousand. We've got. Um, 
oh man, I think we're over 700 now. So in three months, somebody'd have to do the math for me. I, I don't know. What you the guys going to do another pressing? I, no, we're going to do a thousand. That's it. They're going to retire. Yeah, we're <laughs> gone. We're so rich now from it. I mean, <laughs> oh my gosh, it's just overwhelming. Yeah. All the cash that's rolling in. Uh, yeah, no, I don't. I, you know, honestly, out. I tell you what, I don't know if that's good or bad. I mean, maybe, maybe you know, some of the bands that are listening could could would have a better idea than we do because we, you know, again, being independent and self funded, we don't have any idea on SoundScan or any of that stuff. If that's are you guys on great. iTunes? Or? Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. You're on all that stuff. Uh, all that stuff. You Google Sweet Kiss Mom and you'll you'll find us in all the nooks and crannies. So as a band, uh, you know, you guys are enjoying some success and yeah. uh, and great reviews and and the CDs obviously doing well. Uh, what have you guys reestablished your goals? You guys have anything uh, new that you've set up? Like we want to do this, we want to do that. You guys have some new tunes that you're working on and getting a new uh, CD ready or what? What's going on with the band? Well, we've we've been doing some recording and whatnot, or not recording, but writing. But uh, I don't know what the, the necessarily the plan is around any of that. But our yeah, our, our last set goal was to, to. <laughs> was to load up summer shows <clears throat> and yeah. do some festivals definitely and, and yeah. do as many festivals as we can and just load up summer shows, take advantage of the the kind of music we play with the with the weather. I, I, those two things mix well, we think. We've so. got some sunshine music, definitely. Yeah. I think oh, yeah. the the all the different festivals and things going on have pretty much taken up all the extra time that we have because oh, it's geez, been playing yeah. every single weekend. <laughs> so the a uh, few new songs written in here and there. Um, uh, it'd be fun to go and re-record the whole album and new songs all over again. Well, I, I <laughs> yeah, tell you, of course, somebody it. wants it's funny, to our money. You know, it doesn't really happen, but uh, things. Happen. I don't want to re-record that album. <laughs> no, no, maybe I'd, remix it. We'll ship it out somewhere. <laughs> well, I played with them for maybe two months before recording that. So for me, there's a ton of things I'd love to redo on it. Ah. Um, the the music has changed somewhat with the dynamic of having the uh, different personnel in there, uh, especially over all these shows during the summer. Yeah, but, it's Randy talking, by the way. Yeah. The, uh, well, I want to talk to. Aaron Aaron for a second because uh, the um, the he looks like Jesus yes the, the <laughs> weekly volcano Jesus. the weekly volcano you, just came out with their uh, best of I don't know if you guys have looked at it um, but and in the music category one of the one of the top ones was uh, best guitarist and uh, I'm I was shocked not to see your name. <laughs> I really was because every time we go to see a show, oh, he didn't win. I guess uh, now we know. No, yeah. it was uh, Evan Purcell, who I don't know. Me neither. Um, but uh, he's he apparently has lots of friends who voted for him. So good, you know, best. That's great, Evan. But Aaron, your guitar playing is uh, stellar to say the least. And I, um, I'm just curious, um, you know, night after night when you have to get up there and put and put out those powerful licks, and and you really carry that sort of southern rock. Uh, sound coming from that lead guitar. I'm just curious, you know, how how are you keeping up on your chops? How's that working for you? And and do you have are you working on some new stuff for some new songs? Uh, well, thank you, uh, first of all. And yeah, working on got a lot of got a lot of stuff. We're uh, kind of looking at, kind of kind of trying to figure out right now. You know, we don't want to just throw out just anything. So uh, we've got a lot of a lot of. Uh, ideas ideas yeah it's probably the best way to put it a lot of ideas we do have a couple of new ones um that uh that i care for i i like those a lot and um 
Yeah. Well, <laughs> well I say probably probably our favorite song to play live. I, I think I'm, I'm I'm speaking for everybody on this one is, is a song called "Fix My Hair." That um, last time we talked to, we just come back from Texas, and Aaron mm-hmm. hit a swap meet down in in, in Green, Texas, uh, and bought a Texas box guitar. And, and anybody that's coming on the on the 13th is going to see this. It's uh, it's a kick to watch him play, but he does slide on a nice open G slide on this Texas box guitar. Um, anyway, this 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 song is uh, right in the vein of, of kind of what we're looking at now. It's real real deep and rootsy and. Yeah. Um, you know, it's right. Easy yeah, for, yeah, absolutely. And are you going to break break out the trumpet or anything? Any any new special uh, harpsichord? No, anything? Uh, what do you got going? <laughs> What's up your sleeve for the for the new no surprise? News, the bass of tone. <laughs> uh, well, we we obviously have slow fit on the album that's got the trumpet features, trumpet sax feature on mm-hmm. it. But uh, right now, that's the only song that we're churning through that we use that on. But we're always looking for a new spot to put it because it's it's something that not everybody does for one and two. It's just kind of a it's a fun little bit to to get to see and watch from from what people tell me. I don't know. Yeah, well, yeah. So being being in the yeah. audience, it is. It's like uh, you guys, you know, you're building up in your songs, and there's this real southern rock feel, and then all of a sudden, you know, uh, and that song, the slow fade song. I honestly believe this that if it had gotten into the the record. Um, the radio stations, whatever, it should have been the hit of the summer. It's a very cool. We still catchy... got 2011. Come on now. Yep, we're aiming <laughs> we're for not that. Done yet. We're <laughs> aiming for that because it's a very cool song. It's a very catchy song. It has great hooks. And then all of a sudden, boom, the trumpet comes in. And in the audience, you can just see everybody go, yeah. you know, take a dub, do a double take. It's like, where's that coming from? And yeah. there you are, blasting away on that thing. And it is very fun. That's a good way to, to put it. And so uh, you mentioned some festivals. You guys are playing festivals around. Uh, name some of the festivals you guys were in. Hem- Tacoma Hempfest was one. Was one. Did. You guys, you guys do Tacoma Grit City, Grit City Fest. Tacoma's big uh, music and yeah. arts festival is a big right. one. We just uh, just actually signed on. Just got the paperwork last week for uh, Seattle's Hempfest, yeah. which I think they're figuring half a million people this year. So we're, Seattle Hempfest is massive. Yeah, I, I, easily the most people will have ever played yeah. before. I mean, that's a <laughs> that's a gimme. Yeah. Add everybody. And they will ever all remember us. They will yes. all remember us. Yeah. Each one. <laughs> <laughs> if they remember their way back to their car, exactly. they'll remember you guys. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Well, let's talk a little bit about the 13th because that's what we're uh, that's what we're aiming for. Which August the 13th is down at Hell's Kitchen. Mm-hmm. It's the Northwest Convergence Zone's uh, first ever summer crush, and mm-hmm. this is on the heels <laughs> of our anniversary party, which uh, I know some of you guys were at. Yeah. And uh, Jeff actually got up there and jammed with uh, it was a legend of Bigfoot and Big Wheel, uh, Big Wheel Stunt Show, and and you were on the uh, harmonica, and that was very cool. We appreciate you coming up that and doing kick. that. Yeah. Also, you guys donated a killer poster that was autographed, and that was uh, it's, it's sitting on Justin from Big Wheel Stunt Show's mantle. We love you, right we love now, you, Justin. Justin. Yeah, thank you. Because I think yes. Evan actually won it, and then Justin uh, and Evan's like, I don't want this. He didn't have a mantle. Thing. He didn't. Have what a am I going to do with this? <laughs> I don't know. We should have re- re-given it to him as a wedding gift. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> totally. <laughs> but uh, so Friday the thirteenth, Hell's Kitchen. You guys yeah. are uh, you guys are going to be down there, and we're stoked about that because yeah. uh, it's a great venue and it's going to be a great night and we just talked to rainstone and uh he's a part of two of the bands that are going to be there that night we talked to the vile red falcons last week yep uh, incredible guys by the way we just we just played with those guys yeah, yeah. you guys had a, i was on vacation and that was a great i w- i really well let me I i'll that. say this i'm gonna brag about tyson for a second we we played with they oh, with yeah vile red falcons <laughs> a big wheel stunt show out at the winterland out right. in, in bremerton and um justin um just man i tell you we got there and he just looked white just completely sick so he literally laid in the back of his car for like two hours till their set was up and then he finally said man i gotta go home i can't play tyson who 
Tyson is not a spontaneous person. I love you, bud, but he is not a spontaneous person. <laughs> what are you talking but they about? Need, obviously, the Sans drummer, Tyson goes, you know what? Give me some sticks, man. I'll just, I'll make it work. And Tyson, I mean, he's listened to their album a thousand and two times, so he's, he's very familiar with their music, but mm-hmm. um, just jump straight in. I just, I, you know, I'm, I heard I'm, you so, guys. Like a proud dad, I'm up there yeah, crying. I heard and somebody was right. handing guitars to the Vile Red Falcons. Yeah, Jeff or? and I were doing a little little guitar tech for him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so, yeah. yeah. Well, and when geez. we talked to them about that last week, there's this uh, vibe going around in the Tacoma, uh, band community of the family that's happening right now uh, that uh, you don't see often, you don't see a lot, and I haven't seen it in uh, these parts since probably the early 90s, this sharing of ideas, venues, uh, let's do shows together, let's cross our fans, let's let's all just be a big community. And I'm curious about your take on that. Is is this something that uh, you guys are encouraged by? Are you guys working... On that, or is it just some, something that's happened? What's it's, your take on how great. that's It's going? a very supportive scene. It's incredible um, to see how many people are out there actually willing to help out and support each other and show yeah. up to your shows. And um, it's 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 pretty different than anything I've done before. Uh, it's it's very nice to have that and to know that you got people to back you up when you need a drummer to fill in for you because you're too sick or you need help with guitars. It's uh, very encouraging to keep you playing. I think. Yeah, because I think um, I, I, you know, I've been involved in in music scenes on different levels, and a lot of times, you know, bands are very, um, um, very stingy about their fans, yeah. about their uh, their equipment, their their stage time, their presence, their uh, you know, their perceived image or whatever. And it, it, I'm really seeing around here, and it is very encouraging. It seems like everybody's kind of on the same page of let's just all support each other and yeah. and uh, see what happens. And I'm I'm really digging that. And I know you guys are really a part of that and i think that's great they're good guys it's hard not to want to help each other out and play more shows with them yeah yeah definitely well let's talk about the 13th for a second what can people for people who are not familiar with sweet kiss mom and we're going to play uh at the end of our program today we're actually going to play uh one of your tracks to take us out and uh get people familiarized again with you guys but what can people expect coming to a sweet kiss mama show chest hair yeah, <laughs> you talked about band goals. Our, literally, one of our goals is to lead. It doesn't matter who's on the bill that night. We want to lead the night in chest hair. So yeah. that's what we aim for. So you like unbutton it way down. Yeah. And oh, Randy's Randy, the king it of that. Doesn't have to go too far down. No, Randy guys. does one button. And it's like the big spider coming out the top. You exactly. know, <laughs> down about the belly button. It gives you nice. It's it's it's, it's good. It's it's uh, and and the ladies love it. Uh, I think no. They don't. They don't like it. They stopped liking it in 1985. Yeah. Yeah. The PI it's went off here. Back. Listen, let's not pretend it's not coming back around. You guys are bringing Burt Reynolds and Magnum PI back. That's right. I'm growing a very big mustache. Yes. No, music-wise, it's going to be a blast. Well, you mentioned Aaron as a guitarist. I mean, he's unreal. He is unreal. I like him playing against, you know, really any any style, but you get him in the stuff that we're playing, and he's he's off the charts. Yeah, he unleashes You know, if we were a metal band, then, you know, he'd be, they'd call him like a metal Jesus or something. They would. But, you know, it's right in the sweet spot, man. You'll hear it. You know, if you guys are any guitar, guitar rock connoisseurs or guitar player connoisseurs, um, if you're coming on the 13th, uh, you know, get a get a big draw off of Aaron. Get a big shot full of Aaron. You know, it's pretty Just safe to say in. when people aren't dancing or moving, we feel odd usually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's odd if it, because that's what the music demands. It's not mm-hmm. meant 
you know, you're not really meant to sit around and sit on your thumbs while we're playing. It's yeah. meant it, it's it's good time rock. You know, yeah. Yeah. you guys have inve- infectious grooves, which I've uh, described it as before, and a very uh, uh, there's an undertone bluesy feel to it, and you have to sway. You have to at least sway, yeah. and we want people out moving and grooving. And you even well, drink enough, they will. We'll accept the sway <laughs> and, and a head nod <laughs> as a move. You know. Well, a toe tap. Uh, as I want to ask. I want to ask Jeff if I go out and spell your name with my hips on the dance floor. <laughs> Uh, that's not acceptable. Oh, it's perfectly a, fine. A, I pay good money for that. Ready to go. Okay, the uh, first song off our album, Revival Rock. Yeah, yeah. so uh, <laughs> you actually pay good for you know. If you're not familiar, those are some that. lyrics yeah. from their song. So if you can anyway. do that, you end up in the van. I say anybody. Oh no, that's I don't a free pass. <laughs> Wait a minute, that's my van. It's, yeah. it's pretty <laughs> Tyson Stone, Tiger, the Tyson. That might be dangerous. All right, guys. Well, our guests again, Sweet Kiss Mama, and we're looking forward to having you guys join the bill on the 13th, and you guys will be second up we're excited about that it's gonna be a great evening it's only 10 bucks at the hell's kitchen that's two bucks a band and five bucks if you have a northwest convergence zone laminate that's a dollar a band that's that's the best deal that you're gonna get in the south sound or anything oh, easily. look easily. at the emerald queen they have michael bolton that night so forget it <laughs> oh, oh, oh are you serious let's yeah. we might want to move the show now hey, and uh, yeah. speaking of I'm show i don't want to i don't want to pull away from the 13th but um legend of bigfoot's got their city release part on the 28th yeah. as well yeah um, we're gonna be there we're not playing but I'll, I, you know if you are, are down with Tacoma bands, it's going to be a it just it's the same Hell's Kitchen. Well, they're coming in here so. on the 28th, and we're Sweet. going to talk oh, about those it. Our guys, we're yeah. going to be there. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. guys, it's been good to catch up with you. Thanks so much for coming in. Thanks, Thanks for having us. Thanks, Thanks for having us. All right, Sweet Kiss Mama, and uh, on our way out of here, we're going to play one of their songs. But uh, want to thank those guys for coming in. We want to thank uh, Flash for coming and doing the Hell's Kitchen update. Did you did you catch Flash this week in the in the update? Oh, he was moving. He's on fire, man. Flash is on fire. That's great. And a lot of you guys I know are going up and talking to him at Hell's Kitchen saying you've heard the update on here, and we think that's very cool. Rainstone stopped in, Amy Forsyth from uh, the, the fair, the Renaissance Fair, and, of course, High Noon Horizon. It's been a busy, busy show, but, hey, that's the way summer is, man. We like to, we like to roll with it. We like to get the information out to you. And, uh, again, I know it's a busy time for a lot of people, and the and uh, the sun is out long, and they're nice days. I say go out and play, and then come on in later. Get yourself an iced tea or a nice cold one. Sit back and listen to the Northwest Convergence Zone because we're here for you guys. And uh, next week, Big Joe will be back. Rebecca Corey will be in. Alicia Wood will be in. Hopefully, Elaine Boozler on the phone. Also... Not to be outdone, though, we have uh, Kim Archer's going to stop by, tell us all about her killer bluesy uh, sound. So big show next week as well. As always, this is Big D. This has been the Northwest Convergence Zone. Where all things come together. Let's get out of here with some mercy love by them South Sound boys. Sweet kiss, mama. See you guys next week.
This has been a production of the Northwest Convergence Zone. Email us at nwconvergencezone at gmail.com.